Shit Dad Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we take you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad, talking about our fatherhood experiences and everything in between. I'm Cam. I'm Nick. And I'm Dave. And thanks again for taking time out of your busy lives to hear about our experiences and to share your own. Now, today's going to be an interesting episode. I'm calling all the way from home because we've got the bout of the spicy cough within the family. I thought it was still gone, but there you go. And the guys are in the studio. So is, we're, we're a total of 10-minute drive apart. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Go. You're coming from a place of where I'd rather be, yeah, as uh, Corona once said. <laughs> uh, it should be a really interesting episode tonight, guys. We're going to be talking about all things dads and money. Mm-hmm. This is a topic that we haven't really spoken about before, um, something that we've been thinking about and we were like, let's wait till we get an expert, wait and wait, but you know what, let's just get stuck into it without one. We can be our own experts. Yeah. Um, and you know, it should be interesting as well because it's always a tough thing trying to navigate the world of fatherhood, let alone doing it within relationships and within finances as well. So we'll discuss a few things today and hopefully uh, anyone listening, including ourselves, can get a few little hacks. Uh, before we get stuck into that, as I mentioned, stuck at home, family sickness has, has got us. Mm. With the new guy, who a few of you guys would have heard me mention before, eight weeks old, he's, he's got it too. Uh, and then the other two kids you know, may as well have it. They're just being snotty and coughing and, and little rat bags anyway. But we also wanted to uh, kick it off by discussing what it actually looks like when it's when the family's sick. Uh, you guys have any uh, horror stories or any uh, things you want to share with the with the crew? Isn't it just like a really really bad dinner with all of your kids, but just all day long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty painful. Yeah, I think it's mine. Mine summed up by this afternoon. My little one has a runny nose. It's not that runny. It's just she's just snotting. And then she's just in her usual hyper self and she's run up, face planted into the couch. And then we were like, oh, yeah, you needed a nose clean, but it's too late because it was all over the couch. So yeah. it's, that sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much where I'm at now. But we also put it out to the listeners. We wanted to ask them, how do you deal with kids when they are sick? Any tips that anyone wants to share? And I, we were inundated with responses, guys. I don't know if you've seen many of them, but... Um, some, some pretty interesting ones here. My go-to was always just pump them full of Panadol and Nurofen. Yeah, just mask, mask it. The, the max, yeah, the maximum dose or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just mask their symptoms <laughs> so they're well enough to go to daycare. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We had uh, one, one of our uh, listeners, Boston Shane, said Nurofen and Panadol when needed, heaps of vitamins, blanket, couch, and cuddles. That sounds pretty good if you're uh, if you're at home or if you're you're stuck uh, at home as well, not working. Yeah. Um, we also had <laughs> the complete opposite from Soren. Go to work. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite one was that one where he's like, "No, never. They're never sick. They always send them to school." <laughs> <laughs> but I think probably the most uh, the most influential one here, you know, something that I've never even heard of. This one saying lollipops. Not healthy, but it helps their sore little throat. And then we've actually had a listener as well send in Sam Bucol lollipops for kids. I reckon we might I've chuck the link for that up before. on the show notes. Well, it's, com- it's coming into the snot season um, as it's, you know, this weather is still continuing to do mm. crazy things up here in Brizzy with the, uh, oh, I'm hot, now I'm cold. Yeah. Now I'm windy as fuck. Definitely um, snot nice. Yeah, definitely snot. I think you have to do whatever you can to make it easier to get that uh, medicine in them. Mate, how are, how are your kids at taking the medicine though? So the Panadol and Nurofen. Camo, your, uh, we've yours. got one one kid that only takes with a syringe mm-hmm. and the other one that only has it on a spoon. Oh, wow. I'm oh, like, okay. you know, I'm just, push, I'm just putting, putting this syringe onto a spoon and then you're taking it. So well, let's just cut out the middleman and just get rid of the spoon. <laughs> but that doesn't go down well. Well, you know what? This is going to be a good, good conversation later on about talking about money and chores. Well, you know what? This is just more washing up for you to do. All right? Get it? <laughs> so maybe you want to cut out exactly. this middleman. 
<laughs> yeah. What about you, Ben? Yours, take it? You? Uh, yeah, that's are pretty good. I'll, I'll use the whole, um, it's like magic sauce. It gives you powers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do a bit yep. of that. They love a bit of that. Medicines these days aren't like the medicines we had. Like, yeah. remember like the old Benadryl, like the cough, <laughs> cough syrup that just tasted like death? You just you you would actually hide being sick from your parents. yeah 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 you do would not want a day off because no. that would come out of the you'd cupboard to, and you'd yeah, like, have to drink Benadryl like no, it was gone you. gone out of fashion so yeah. Uh, but yeah everything <laughs> tastes like fucking fairy floss these days so mm. I think it's alright yeah now my two are fine <laughs> it's just like I think even now with one year old sick at the moment um, got the daycare literally got sick from daycare after two days I'm like what the fuck two yeah. days it took for her to go down. <laughs> um, but now the other one sees her ta- like having the Panadol. She's like, "Oh, I'll have some too." I'm like, "No, you don't just have it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just because this one's having it, you do the. You've um, got to wait. The water in the. Um, oh, the sometimes syringe. I do. Yeah, yeah, or sometimes she just grabs. She can reach the syringe. So just, I'm just doing it myself. I just pretend. I'm like, yeah, please do. Just pretend. <laughs> Davo, have you got a uh, joke for us? Yeah, week? yep, I do have a joke. So Mike <laughs> and his wife Sarah uh, went to the state fair every year, and every year Mike would ask Sarah, "I want to ride that airplane." Sarah would always reply, I know, Mike, but the airplane co- ride costs 50 bucks. You know what? And 50 bucks is 50 bucks. One year, Mike and Sarah went to the fair and Mike said, Sarah, I'm 85 years old. If I don't go on that airplane, I might never get another chance. Sarah replied, Mike, that airplane ride costs 50 bucks and 50 bucks is 50 bucks. A pilot overheard them and said, folks, I'll make you a deal. I'll take you both up for a ride. If you stay quiet for the whole entire ride, and not say one word, I won't charge you. But if you say one word, it's $50. Mike and Sarah agreed, and they went up. Pilot did all kinds of twists and turns, rolls and dives, and not a word was spoken. He did all these tricks over again, still not a word. When they landed, the pilot turned to Mike and said, My, my, I did everything I could to get uh, to think of to get you to yell out, but you didn't. Mike replied, well, I was going to say something when Sarah fell out, but $50 is $50. <laughs> yep, that's good. Take that, Sarah. Yeah, yep. Well. All right, so we'll get stuck into the topic this week, dads and money. Now, this is an interesting one. Obviously, everyone's got their own different uh, upbringings when it comes to things they learned as kids from their parents. Interested to hear what you guys have to say about that, but also uh, hopefully... Uh, some expert tips as well. So we've reached out to a couple of different people to get their uh, knowledge and expertise on a few different topics there. So first and foremost, fellas, what's been your experience with money or pocket money growing up? Yeah, I've I've never ever until very recently been good with money. It sort of started with 5 to $10 for mowing the lawn once a week. That was pretty much it. Um, like kids these days are getting fuck loads of money and it's just I don't understand why like it's not teaching them the value of money it's just giving them money to spend on random shit they don't need but thinking back to this afternoon when we we're talking about it and it sort of brought back memories of like that's how I learned to mow the lawn and like I got 10 bucks for it or 5 bucks mm-hmm. for it whatever it was I can't remember but and that was like I never I never saved it so I, I can't imagine like it was just I saw something I wanted or went to the tuck shop I think uh, the more money you get the dumber you are like from a, from a young age, you got to like even if you're working for it. I feel like if you're not taught the right things at the right times, which we'll talk about soon, um, yeah, you just it's just money. Yeah, it comes down to that. Like you said, I've got lots of money, but there's no you you got no idea, you know. So you just think, you know, like I, I see it so often with or used to Cam, like you know, from Mac as those young kids who finally, you know whatever, take on more of a full-time role and, you know, they're cashed up and then next minute they have a credit card and next minute they have this and then they have all this debt. But they're like, yeah, but check out my bedroom. I've got like a 50-inch plasma. I bought my PlayStation, my Xbox. I've got all this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, and I haven't had to pay anything yet. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just going to fucking come bite you. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I was a kid and just, you know, one of four family. Um, you know, so that's exactly right. You, Ben's... You learnt how to do jobs to get your money, mowing the lawn. I still wasn't good with it, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dad had to follow around with the mower afterwards, but it didn't matter. <laughs> um, no, but it, it taught it. Like, And you knew that if you didn't complete your jobs, you didn't get paid. And you know what? And I, th- yeah. I think in society these days, too many 
kids get too much without doing anything for. How did you go with pocket money? Did you do any jobs for pocket money? Yeah, I was, it was good, like bins, dogs, you know, animals, you know, kind of all of those things. And oh, we were always busy. You know, we were, we were a family of playing sport for school so and then playing sport for club. So, like, your time was always – you're limited. So then you had to fit homework. <laughs> you had to fit homework <laughs> in um, and assignments, you know, and stuff like that. But in whatever time – Look was, where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> Giving I'm, out homework. I'm back at school. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it just, yeah, taught you that responsibility. It also taught organisation. Going, crap, I've got double footy training, but I need to do these three things. Mm. And otherwise, I don't get my – pocket money and I need that yep. pocket money to go to the movies on the weekend. Yeah, sneak some beers in with the boys. Yep. Cam? We've come a long way since the uh, the old Dolomite accounts, mm-hmm. haven't we? Yeah. you guys ever have, have your parents do those at school? Yeah, I had one. Yeah, I, I don't know too. if it's still open. Might be. Mine turned into my like everyday rewards account or whatever it is. But I'll get into the Barefoot Investor a bit more later. But um, he has a very interesting take on the Dolomite accounts and I don't know if you guys have read it but he pointed out that the Dolomite accounts were actually like an account. I don't know how the Commonwealth got into schools back in the day. Maybe they were the only bank, the big bank doing it but basically got a massive database of kids to send the credit card to or like get accounts for in the future because that's all they knew, Commonwealth Bank. Mm. So on their 18th birthday, like me, got sent a credit card this is your limit. You've got a thousand dollars limit. Um, any questions? Call the bank or whatever it was. I can't remember, but yeah, on the eighteenth birthday, you get sent a fucking credit card from Commonwealth Bank, and then you're stuck forever. Yeah. It's a downward spiral. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> their version of the uh, Happy Meal. Yeah, hundred percent. Get them in young. Get them in young, and yeah. they're on board. And yeah, you've got that database. Very clever. But you're right. How the hell they got that approved? Yeah. Never, um, never would have got approved. You guys. No, no. I'm pretty similar to you guys where I got pocket money, you could say, for doing jobs. I never had a set amount in every week. I know some kids did. It was just on a certain day of the week or the month, they would get a certain amount if they did everything. Yeah. Mine was just I got $10 for mowing the lawn whenever I did it. So I guess that was usually once a week when I felt like it. $10 for washing the car. Um, I was pretty lazy kid, so I think I need to stretch that out a bit. But when I, I, I specifically remember always taking that money and taking it as soon as I got it to Big W or Target or one of those shops, buying Mighty Max, buying whatever toy I could get my hands on, yeah. tech deck, something pretty useless and just and it was gone and the money was just spent. So I don't know if it was uh, you know, the best way to teach <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the value of money. Yeah. Like a money savvy kid. Who, or who had money-savvy parents. I, I actually put the, posed the question um, on a Facebook page. What is it? Men's Men's Finance Advice Australia or something. I can't remember what it was. I'll send it later. But um, the question was, give me your best advice, um, best money advice you'd explain to a 10-year-old. And I'm pretty sure all the comments were along the lines of this bloke needs financial advice just make it really dumb so he understands it and then I, I actually had to edit it and say this is for a fatherhood podcast oh. <laughs> but yeah no one of the one of the comments was actually um pokemon cards uh retain value or like grow in value so like if anyone has like anyone's smart and they give their kids pocket money get them to buy pokemon cards and keep them in friggin' good nick <laughs> buy the plastic sleeves from yeah as well as the pack definitely See, that's – now. sorry, Ken, before you do that, talking about that there, the, going back to the Dolomite, I don't know if you guys have your kids with a ComBank Dolomite account. Man, the interest no. that they are – like that it's earning, it's, really? it's unbeatable. What is it? Like 2%. What? Like max – sorry, it's max maximum 2%. So I'm saying, look, my Miss Four does not have a whole lot of money in that account. Put a lot of money in that account. It's just essentially um, <laughs> whatever. You know, X amount weekly goes into it from us. So that way when she turns 18, it's either money for a car or 17 these days, money for a car or whatever. If they're working, they don't use it. It's just their money kind mm. of thing. Um, last month, I think she got, yeah, like 30 bucks interest. What the? 
So that's maybe, pretty good. So yeah, those those kids accounts they're they're intentionally like locked away so you can't touch them obviously. Yeah. But yeah, high high interest rate. They're pretty they're a great one as well. Mm. Once again, get your kid used to understanding how banks work. Yeah. It's like super for kids. Yeah. And the good thing is too <laughs> like it it turns into not it's not a say chore as such, but like the job is whenever she gets coins for whatever, it goes in your money ba- it goes in your money box. Yep. Yeah. But then once they're full, you've got to come with me to the bank and we've got to put it in the coin machine. And th- and that itself is a pretty fun thing for yeah. a for a three year old. Um but yeah, that's essentially the process that we mm. you know, we, we do a part. Yeah. I know that when she turns eighteen that credit card's gonna be coming her way. Fuck no. But as in it will, but I'll be just cutting it up. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oof. Mm. Anyway, that, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that more later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know what else you had, Cam. The um, I'll, I'll... No, I was just going to say, what what do you want your kids to know and think about money? Obviously, we'll kind of shift gears now from your upbringings, but mm. yeah, what what do you want to look to them in the future? Uh, things that they're going to take up or their attitude and behaviours with money? Um, I'll go last because I want to refer to the, the barefoot yeah. yeah all right well i'll go first um i guess me myself at the moment and, and the wife we live our life as in you only live once now i'm not saying we go out and do stupid things and buy things that we can't afford but if we've got money and we want to do something we go and do it and if there's something that we want to do then we know that we've got to save for it and then we go and do it yeah um, it's not about this for us at the moment going, oh, no, we need to save this much and, you know, this much and, you know, all these things. They're all accounted for in our budget. The just-in-cases or what happens if you get hurt. Well, that's accounted for already. It's, a you know, the play money and stuff mm. like that. So I just want my girls to know that you got to work for what you want. Yeah. And if you get a good paying job and you don't have, you know, that's it, you've got the money, but don't don't be stupid. Don't get a job and... Think that because you've got a credit card, you know, for those emergencies that you mm. can go and just spend it all and, you know, those things. So be be smart with it, but enjoy your life. Yeah. If you want to go do something over, or if you want to go travel overseas, start saving. Yeah, love it. You camo. Yeah, that's that's a, that's great. I think um, you mentioned McDonald's earlier. Yeah. That was a great foundation. Whatever first job kids have is a great foundation for understanding the value of hard work mm. and not just this sense of. Oh, yeah, you've got a couple of chores around the house. Yeah, you've kind of done them. Here you go. You just need to get it. And there's that expectation. Whereas when you're mopping floors, covered in grease, sweating (laughs) in the back of Macca's, someone yelling at you because their cheeseburger's got hair in it, um, (laughs) you you understand... You understand the value of an hour's work. You know, I, uh, Mm. this is my hourly rate. This is what all that equates to. You know, adding that up across the week, um, after school, sacrificing, socializing with friends to do that. I think that's a really good way, no matter where the job is, really good way for kids to obviously initially, yes, understand hard work equates to earning money, but also then uh, what they can do with it. And I love that idea of the fact that that's, it is their choice. However, uh, there are some things you can have for longer, longer-term goals, like you know, save for an overseas trip or a car, for example, or just go and have fun and and know that some of the money that you've been earning, you're okay with it, and not feel that guilt of spending it either. Yeah. Uh, whereas a lot of a lot of younger kids might just be like, oh, I can't do that because I have to save. It's not all just saving everything. Mm. So hopefully they can enjoy it and, like you said, Dave, um, not stress too much about just spending it. I hope it just flips the other way though too. That again, where you said, "Oh, I'm stressing about, oh, I've got to save it," mm. whereas, like I said, some family, and I'm not trying to bag anyone out. It would, you do whatever you want to do to raise your your kids, but I think sometimes the sense of some children is like, "I want that." Mm. Oh yeah, sure, we'll get it for you. Oh yeah, I want. Mm. And I'm like, well, no, yeah, they haven't worked for it. No, it was, yeah, it. but it creates something real. It creates something unrealistic. Yeah. Because then they finally turn eighteen or whatever, or you know, mum and dad decide, well, no, well, you're eighteen, you look after yourself now. Well, they've never had to work in their life to mm. get anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big one. And again, too, like we say, what works for you. Yeah, exactly. Works for you, but just hopefully you can set your kids up with a, a good way. Yeah. 
this week is the first time I've had to sort of explain to my five and eight-year-old the value of money. And because I, I sort of never really knew it. Mum and dad always sort of drummed into me, you got to save a portion of your wage and like don't touch it. And like, but what teenager does that? Like there are teenagers that do it, but like if, if you're a social type of teenager, you're not going to do it, honestly. First time I had to do it. So the way I explained it to my kids is, um, and like this, like we say on this podcast all the time, this is experiences. This is mm-hmm. not giving any sort of financial advice because we are the last people to give financial <laughs> this advice. This is not a product disclosure <laughs> statement, okay? No, no. So basically, because there's five of us in our family, I put five $1 coins in my hand and that represented the family doing one thing that cost money over the weekend. And I said to the boys, they're, they're our five coins for the weekend. If you want to go to Cafe 63 for a coffee before school on a Friday morning, then mum and Miss Three, who aren't here, will miss out. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah, I want to go, I want to go to Cafe 63. And I was like, no, no, look, look at this on here. All right. So if we give that, we take that five, those five coins on Saturday, tomorrow, we can go out for lunch, and that's going to be lunch for all five of us. But mum and Miss Four don't get to do any of this if you choose to go to the cafe now because that is what we've got to spend for the weekend. Like obviously we're going to spend more than five bucks because yes. that's one coffee but that was, that's how I was trying to explain it to them. Like <laughs> I obviously chose the coffee shop before school and I was just like, all right, well, <laughs> let's do that. That's fine but just just know that it's really selfish and that that's – so now mummy and Miss Four miss out um, because of something you wanted to do now. That's money. Money – like we can't do everything. It's either that tomorrow, fish and chips or – this. Today yeah. we're going for coffee, and not everyone gets to do it. So that was what I was trying to do. But that since that backfired, I've started reading the um, well, I, I read the the Barefoot Investor Families, which had some cracking ideas. So I've read the most people have read the Barefoot Investor for adults, and um, yeah, it's basically his out of your wage, you've got jars, buckets. Yeah, it oh, sort yeah. of th- trickles down into a bucket, and then from there, it's like goes into three more buckets. It it's represents the percentage of it of your wage that goes to bills, savings, and spending. Yep. But there's two savings buckets. So one is like your emergency fund, and that's twenty percent of your wage, untouchable. And the other is a ten percent of your wage, and that's just um, if you want to go on a holiday or whatever. But if you've got young teenagers. Get them to read that or audio book it because that will set them up for life. Anyway, I'll digress. The um the barefoot for families, it's he's got jars. So basically any you've got the the normal job chart for kids and you sort of tick off every day when they do their their job. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the week, big tick, you've done all your jobs, here's your money. Now you've got three jars. One's named um it's like give, mm-hmm. so like a charity, spend, save. So you have to put a coin. So say you get five coins, five bucks, five coins. You have to put, regardless, a coin in each of those jars. Yep. So you could go um, three bucks in the spend jar, one dollar in the save, one dollar in the give. That's fine as long as there's a coin in each of those jars. I think that is a fantastic way to get kids into splitting up their wage, well, in quotations, wage for one. Yeah. But also, it's getting them used to saving money that they can't touch, and trying to that it's teaching them the value of money as well. Because if they've got a shitload of money to spend that week or after a couple of weeks, they're going to be like, "Oh, this is awesome!" But then, when it comes time to buy something big that they want, or and oh well, let's go look in the save jar. And if they've got fuck all, they'll be like, "Oh well, I can't buy that." You know, and sort of I think it teaches them that way. But it's also teaching them to give as well, which is fantastic because I think uh, most people who can afford to do it should be doing it like giving to some sort of charity on a regular basis i reckon just to help just not distribute that's the wrong word but help sort of spread the love sort of thing oh it's it's to help those in need you know and if you can and i think the big thing is is every little bit counts you know like you'd be surprised yeah um so yeah if you do teach your kids but yeah early the jars What's just then evolved nick is that book directed at kids or the adults the adults so I thought yeah. it, it related perfectly for tonight, or oh, this episode, because it's um, teaching. It teaches dads how to teach their kids, well, not just dads, but you know, it teaches parents to teach their kids about money. Um, mm. And now he's actually brought out another book 
just a disclaimer here, we got nothing from Scott Pape because he's not interested in, in little <laughs> little fatherhood podcasts. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we yeah, nothing from him, but I reckon I can't plug it enough, eh? So get into them. I want to go back to your analogy of the five coins and you know, like yeah, it's all yeah. spent. Have you thought about going, okay, these are the five coins, you know, your one, whatever. Yeah. Okay, we go to the coffee shop on Friday, that's fine, but mum and miss get to do whatever they want tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and then, and then when the boys are like, well, well, what are you doing? You know, yeah. go, hey, mum, hey, miss, what are you doing? Oh, we're going to go this. Yeah. Equation of money probably won't work because it won't be balanced. A coffee to maybe, maybe a lunch date no, or maybe they right. go get a petty or whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, the boy, you know, the boys might be like, I want to go. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. mate. You, you spent yours you yesterday. Your, yeah. It's like a yeah. tough, it's a tough lesson. Like you said, but that teaching of the Teaches them spend, that spend, spend, you know, everything costs savings. money. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, it's good. Take them to the cafe one day and then the toy store the next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. You oh, spent your money yesterday. Sorry, Miss, Miss Three, you get 10 bucks to spend yeah. here. How is your hot chocolate now, bitch? I <laughs> hope you enjoyed those. I hope you enjoyed that coffee, uh, that little shortbread and uh, marshmallow. <laughs> Oh yes, oh, I, um, guys. I also had a bit of a bit of a read on a few different sources, and one that I found was quite a good one was from Fatherly, which yep. is a really great um, dad website. Um, and this is a few different lessons that financially savvy parents were teaching their kids about money. I picked out a couple more so for the younger younger kids, um, you know, preschool, kindy, primary school age, because obviously. The conversations with money will differ very uh, a lot, you know, depending on how old your kids are. Yeah. Um, the, f- the first one I pulled out was use the sticker chart reward system, and I think that's a similar one to what you're saying, Nick, that Scott Pape was recommending. Yeah. Probably not as detailed as the different jars, um, but something visually they can see. Yeah. Is that the idea of it as well? They can track it over time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good one because you, you know, in the past you may have even seen those growing up doing all your different uh, tasks and what you have or haven't done. So yeah. that's definitely a good one. Um, the next one was uh, never say there is no money, which is something I've been definitely been guilty of oh, doing totally. in the past. Kids say, uh, blah, 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 clean up this. No, no, we've got no money. Just, you know, fob them off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but their suggestion here is instead of saying that, because it kind of teaches them, um, you know, you're poor. Some some bad things about money. <laughs> you're poor. <laughs> uh, um, it says it's more so that you know, um, money needs to be used wisely and not wasted. Mm. So, so instead of saying there's no money, just say you know we're not going to spend our money on that. We're going to spend on something else. So oh, kind like of that. obviously the trade off. Yep. Um, and then the last one, once again for the younger kids, just really ensure that you explain the difference between needs and wants. Yeah. Um, which is. Mm we've touched on that a little bit as well. This idea of, do you actually need that for school or for sport? Or do you just want that right now? Cause you're hungry or you just like sugar. So once again, just to reframe it and some of those kind of shorter, longer term, uh, financial goals, yeah. um, start to seed in some of that savviness to them. I like it. Definitely. And take that one away. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Real good. I had one as well. Parents are always like parents of other kids are always going to reward kids who have a side hustle. You, they're always more likely to like. Sorry, this isn't a, a full stat, obviously, <laughs> but, but I feel like parents um, are more likely to buy shit they don't need from a kid who's trying hard to make money on the side. So if you're teaching your kid the value of earning the buck from a really young age. Get them to get a side hustle, a creative little side hustle. If it's making homemade jewelry or cr- crushing up cans, like the amount of bags of cans I've given away to kids in the neighborhood who are just trying to earn money to go to like dance camp or like anything like that. They put it on the neighborhood page, parents put it on the neighborhood page and I'm just like, yeah, come around, no worries. Give away like 30 bucks worth of ca- uh, recycled cans, you know, because that kid's out getting it they're hustling i love that that's so good that's right yeah they're trying they 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 have a want yeah it's it's not a need but they have a want but they're working hard for it they're working for it and that's to me i'm all about that i love it so i'll I'll always if someone asks for cans i'll always give my cans even though that's like half half price off my next cart and i'm like oh no this kid's working hard why not 
Um, well, you know, you're yeah. talking about giving, so... Yeah, exactly. That's your give jar. But also at the same time, your kids see you doing that. Hmm. They see a, a parent with a kid walk up your front door and be like, oh, hi, we're just here for the cans. And yeah, you carry this big thing of cans out, you give it and you're like, oh, great work. I hope you enjoy your, your dance camp or something, whatever they're doing and hmm. like, um, I hope you get what you want. And the kids see that and they're like, oh, wow, he just gave a present for no reason, you know. And I don't know, I think that... It's sort of instilling those values early. I think they also see that <clears throat> at an early age too that in giving, in things like that, we are actually receiving. And although it's not a tangible thing for a yeah. kid, you know, kids are all about tangible things. Presence. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, no, I gave it. And guess what? I feel good. Yeah. Because I know I'm, I'm contributing to I'm that, helping, that yeah. kid going to that dance camp. Yeah. Um, I also... What a bit of bit of dad advice for guys out there? Like, I heard a really good bit of dad advice, and hindsight is a fantastic thing when it comes to money and like investing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you hear it time and time again. On I listen to a few podcasts and all that. And is hindsight's beautiful, but there's no time better than now to start investing, or to start saving, or to start mm. you know, giving, or whatever it is. Like there's no point saying, oh, yeah, I should have done that from an early age if you're not going to start doing it right now to start from now on. Um, but, yeah, if I <laughs> – dead set, if you could give your 18-year-old self a bit of uh, money advice, what would you say? Put all your fucking wage into crypto and then just wait five years <laughs> and sell it. <laughs> if we're talking back then, as soon as Bitcoin, Bitcoin comes in, buy, buy, yeah, crunch it. No, I don't know. Just honestly, no, I think it's – I look at myself, and again, I'm on myself. Um, I was probably lucky that the missus was very savvy herself. You know, like I think she was better off, you know, in that way than me. Not just money wise, but just in the way that she thought. I don't know what else I could tell myself really, because at 18, get a money savvy missus early. Yeah, yeah maybe, but no. Like, <laughs> I mean, by the time I think we were 20, 22, yeah. we had our house. You know what I mean? Like, as in, we, we bought a house. Yeah, we mortgage. You know, yes, a mortgage and whatever. But you know, so whatever we did, and we had been overseas like two or three times before that as mm. well. So whatever we were doing was doing well. But it was just essentially work hard, just keep working hard. Love it. Yeah. What about you, Camo? Um. Yeah, I was lucky that I wasn't too bad at savings, uh, saving up, and that's what funded our overseas trip Nick nice when we were that young 18 19 um, but I think I would say just be more aware of what you are spending it on when you are out having fun um, and it's it's normal at that age to be eating crap drinking a lot <laughs> going out paying Nizzle. to get into clubs <laughs> <laughs> popping bottles uh, but I'd say maybe just yeah just Keep track of it, even if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, just so you know how much you're spending on what. Because I would have had no clue at no. all. I would have just been. Uh, back then, we didn't have tap, tap, and pay. Thank God. Yeah, yeah that would have been horrendous. Spent even more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have just withdrawn from the ATMs and off, off, off you go. So probably just more awareness, I'd say. Nice. This is how good I was with money. I sold my car, which was given to me from dad. And maxed maxed out my thousand dollar credit card. That was that's how I funded mine. So I sort of wish that I had, good, like I'm not saying mum and dad didn't didn't give me good advice, mainly because mum listens to this podcast. But the um, <laughs> I, I feel like I should have I probably should have listened. I, I should have listened. Um, I reckon if I could tell my 18 year old self what I know now, um, compound interest, like from shares or a high interest bank account um, and 10% of your wage untouched every week. Like the difference that that makes over time, I freaking wish I like, I wish I did that from 18 or even earlier, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I'll obviously never get a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice. Yeah, ever. Oh, yeah, it's just easy money that's not yours that you spend card. way more time um, paying back than you do spending. Credit cards are evil. But necessary in our day, unfortunately, like as, as, as a dad, like if you can't, like it's always good to have it, like for me, yeah. knowing I've got it there for whatever, Yeah, you know. Um, You're going to be pretty pretty strong with yourself though, eh? Oh, of course you do. Yeah. And literally I look at the last payments and stuff like that, that ever came out of it. It was, there were, it was flights 
for Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Down in Melbourne. And, you know, I would happily do all of that all over again. Yeah, nice. All right, fellas. I think that wraps up the uh, dads and money chat. Uh, as mentioned, anyone listening, do not take our advice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just experiences. Legal advice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not gospel. Um, it's just yeah, us. Yeah, and I think anyone interested in getting to know more about understanding their finances and getting more awareness and control over it, definitely uh, it can pay to have a financial planner or advisor. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of friends who've used those to a lot of a large amount of success. Yeah. Um, so I think now it's time to get into the next segment, which is dad trivia. You. All right, guys, tonight's trivia, I'm going to be talking about money, keeping yes. it on theme. So, Nick, have you got the timer ready? I do. Okay. First question. How much is a $1 coin actually worth? Mardi Gras. A. <laughs> <laughs> Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> sorry, go, mate. Go, mate. Oh, hey, start, still, start again, you're sorry. still hurting from that. <laughs> yeah. All right. How much is a $1 coin actually worth? A, $0.05, cents, B, $0.50, cents, C, $1. Oh, it'd have to be... I missed the middle one. A dollar? I don't know. Like... Short, $0.05. Cents. $0.05? Cents? All right. $0.05. Cents. Yeah, $0.05. Cents. Wow. What is it made out of? Correct. Oh, so we're going off what's it's made, what it's mm. made out of. Okay. The actual value. Yeah, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. What year was the Australian dollar introduced to replace the pound? A, 1955, B, 1966, C, 1977. Definitely not 77. You don't reckon? No. 66 then. You reckon? So, 50, too early? Too early, I reckon. All right, we'll go mid-60s. I was actually going to say 70s. Oh, no, all right, 66. 66, 66. Correct. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret. 77 will fight in Vietnam. Yeah, I went, <laughs> I went with you. Yep, good, Dave. You're the smart one. I hope you get this, Dave, because you're teaching our children. Okay, <laughs> the 50 cent coin mm-hmm. is what shape? A, decagon. B, dodecagon. C, dodecahedron. <laughs> is it dude? Do- okay, I'm dumb and I went the last one. So we're going the first one? All right, cool. I don't know. I'd need to see it again. Oh, so no, he's done it. Oh, you can't backtrack. You should have said it confidently. No. Hey. I, I don't mind repeating again. Please. 50 cent coin is what shape? A, decagon. B, dodecagon. C, dodecahedron. I reckon it's the last one. I don't know. I don't go past four, four side shapes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Says our grade six composite. Hmm. <laughs> All right, what do we got? No, you, I'm going with you. Go. Last one for Benz. The answer is B, dodecagon. Oh, so dodecagon. Dum-dums. How many sides does it have then? Dodecahedron is the big fucking... Yeah, like, it's like a... Oh, the 3D one? Whatever. Yeah, oh. I thought that was the hit. Yeah, but the first one was what? Decagon. 10. Decagon. Oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, nuts. And what's the, what was the second one? Dodecagon. Dodecagon, mate. That's right. All right, Cam. Good money trivia, but now. Meep morp zip zorb. 1001111100 Skynet. Chat DAD. <laughs> all right, boys. It's time to ask AI for some fatherhood goal because we all know robots are in on taking our jobs. Tonight's topic is money. So I uh, had a good old search today. Simply said, teaching children about money. The first one was teaching children about money is an important life skill that can help them develop good financial habits and make informed decisions about money as they grow up. Here are some tips for teaching children about money. Start early. I'm not going to read all of them because it's just... Stuff we've covered already? Yeah, well, pretty much it makes sense in the title. Start early. Cool. Got it. Make it fun. Yep. Use real life examples. Teach them the value of money. And number five, encourage good financial habits. That one probably needs a bit of... So teach children about responsible money habits such as budgeting, saving, and avoiding debt. You can also teach them about the importance of giving to a charity and helping others. So pretty much stock standard of what we've said. Cool. It says, remember, children, uh, teaching children about money is an ongoing process and requires patience and consistency. So 
I then said, now make it funny. Anyway, they said, start early, early bird, early bird gets the worm. The early money saver gets the dough. And I started thinking, you know what? Nah, they suck. So I went down and said, <laughs> all right, this is exactly my search. And you ready for this one? Yep. Well, actually, this is not my search. This was like about by the time a third after it's telling me that I'm sorry, it's um in a, inappropriate language and objectifying. <laughs> <laughs> AI hate, already hates you. Of course it is. All right, here we go. Let's see if you guys can pick it. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. I'm here to give you tips and make your kids financial wizards. Teaching them about money doesn't have to be a bore. Just follow these tips and they'll ask him for some more. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, do it as ice, ice, baby rap. First things first, start them young. Teach them how to save so the money doesn't run. Give them an allowance to let them budget right. Teach them to be responsible. They'll sleep well at night. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Next up, it's important to lead by example. Show them how to uh, manage money and they'll never trample. On their financial goals, on their budget plan, teach them to invest wisely and and they'll be a financial fan. Last but not least, make it fun. Management, uh, money management can be cool. It's just, it's not just the boring ones. Play game, make challenges, and offer incentives. They'll be on their way to financial independence. Now that's a wrap, and you know what to do. Teach your kids about money, and they'll thank you for the skills and knowledge you've given for life. So go ahead and start now. They'll be thriving in no time. Thank you very much, oh. Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, smooth. It'd be well, a lot better if I actually knew the beat. A, uh, yeah, we're going to have to record that ourselves. <laughs> oh, totally. I'll just get my parachute pants out. That's fantastic. Yeah, so just as a, as a good old vanilla said, all right, they'll be thanking and they'll be sleeping well at night. Love that, Dave. That's <laughs> so good. That was um, probably one of, one of the best chat DADs we've done yet. Uh, but now it's time to add to our book of the ABC of shit daddery, what not to do. So each week we'll be bringing a piece of shit dad advice um, corresponding to a letter of the alphabet. This week's letter will be M for money. And my shit dad advice is mo money, no problems. Ever since reading The Barefoot Investor and actually getting my shit together, I've realized that living week to week fucking sucks, um, especially with the family. So without getting any kickbacks or recognition from Scott Pape, Go and read The Barefoot Investor and get your shit together too. Follow every step to a T. Your finances won't be poo. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad advice is, is actually bad dad advice. Oh. So uh, my mind went my mind went to the, straight to the same place as yours, Nick, but instead of uh, uh, Scott Pape, my suggestion is to take that people take all of their financial advice from the notorious B.I.G. and Diddy by listening to Mo Money, Mo Problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are good. Oh, I love that. I've got two bits. So mine is about money and the other one is about measuring. So firstly, the money. Well, it's there. Money can't buy happiness, guys, but it can buy you a really awesome cheeseburger. And let's be honest, that's pretty close to happiness. Yeah. Like that's it. my advice for yeah. you. Yeah. And good. about measuring. Uh, if you're going to measure twice, make sure you're measuring the right thing. Otherwise, you might end up with a birdhouse the size of a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Measure twice, cut once. Yep, that's my advice, guys. Love that. All right, fellas, let's round it out with the latest shit dad moment of the week. Shit dad story of the week. <laughs> uh, now, as mentioned... I was luckily lucky enough to be grounded at home. So I feel like I've been transported back a year or two by being, and I know you're not meant to dwell too much at home. Uh, you don't have to these days, but however, with everyone sick, it's obviously best to do that. Um, but Wednesday night or Wednesday went away for work for the week. Um, sorry, went away for work for one night. And I thought, how bad can it be? You know, one night we've got the in-laws staying with us. Um, we've got everything under control at home. How bad can it get? That night, obviously you get the text from, from the missus, I've got COVID. Uh. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. After all that, had everything set up, babysitters, the kids had all their activities, everything was under control. And she just said, I feel like shit. And coupled with that, my parents left this morning. Uh. So... 
at the end of the day, she had to kind of battle through it for that, that night, that 24 hours. And then I got home and everything obviously was fine with me here. Um, but you know, you know, you can't even get away for one night without a backfire. Nah, that sucks. It's tough. That's so. How tough. about you guys? What's your shit dad story this week? Oh, mine comes from um, setting a wonderful, wonderful example for not just my miss miss three, but um, all of them in the neighbourhood. So we went outside, and um, the wife bought miss three one of those little foam gliders from Kmart, three dollars fifty or whatever it is. Okay, firstly. We're not sponsored by Kmart, but if you have not got one, go out and get yourself one. These things are fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. Um, but anyway, so we're out there in the easement. I've got a driveway easement next to my house. And they're all there and they're all like, oh, yeah, let's get it out. There's about three kids, you know, there's about four adults out there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, everyone, watch me. Okay, so you just want to throw it this way so you don't get it on the roof. Soup. <laughs> Shoop, couple of loops and on straight the, on the roof. Love it. And not on the roof of my place. <laughs> not, it's the roof on the neighbours that aren't out in the driveway easement. So uh. we had to go over, knock on the door. Hey, guys, do you mind if I get on my ladder onto your roof to get this down? Oh. It was a good teaching moment. Don't do what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Shit neighbour. <laughs> yeah. Shit dad, shit neighbour. I was a shit neighbour because then I also started getting up on top of the roof going, Fuck man, they got so many cracks in their roof. Should I tell them? <laughs> oh, this needs a pressure clean and a bit of a paint. Yes, it does. Maybe I should side hustle that. <laughs> uh, listen, boys, uh, my shit dad story this week came from um, my my Mister Five, Mister Six tomorrow, being a little creative champion out in the backyard with a cardboard box. Cardboard boxes are the bollocks, aren't they? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, don't want to digress too far on that. Uh, he asked if he could cut a hole in the box for a window. And I was just like, good teaching moment. Let's, um, I'll get the scissors. Oh, no, scissors might not work. I'll get the Stanley and you can have a go with the Stanley. And um, I was like, I figured if I'm there, it's going to be fine. And it could have been worse, but it wasn't fine. So he, I was like, the first thing I said was, when you're cutting this way, you drag it backwards. You don't push it forwards. You drag it back and you don't put your other hand near it. You put your other hand on the other side of the box and hold it still. So, of course, he's just gone, oh, <laughs> I've demonstrated it. And he's gone, oh, just there. And he's like, I was like, oh, what? I literally just said don't put your finger in the way of it. And he's put his finger and I've almost ripped the thing off with the Stanley. And I'm like, all right, you need to stand over there while I do this for you. And anyway, cut the uh, – the, uh, yeah, we, we vetoed the um, – the supervised Stanley oh. act, so with with good reason, obviously. Yep. Um. Anyway, I cut the window in for him. He was playing house. Everything was fine, and we started playing a game where we have to do delivery. So I was the delivery man, and I had to knock on the door, and he'd open the fl- the, the little window flap up and say, "Hello, what what are you doing here?" I've got sorry, mate. I've got a uh, got a del- delivery for you, and I just del- de- played along, delivered a few toys to him. Everything was sweet. And then I was getting a bit bored and I, I like released my inner child and I've gone, hey, mate, I've got a little delivery for you. And at this point it was like he was lying down and like he opened the window up and I've obviously just leaned, squatted over it and dropped a, dropped a bomb <laughs> and that's his delivery. <laughs> so I've dropped a bomb into the box and then ran. The best part about it is... I knew he was my kid because both of us were in equal amount of stitches straight away <laughs> and it was just a good little moment and he goes, was that a real one, Daddy? I was like, yeah, it was. And he goes, I can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the best part as well, the missus wasn't even cross. She was just like, she oh, expected. She You're expects a brave nothing. Man. She expects nothing else from me now, and like the fact that both of us were pissing ourselves laughing, it was like a, it was a hard one to get angry at. But yeah, I still think you're a brave man, mate, well, doing it with the misses there. Yeah, true. That was my fart dad moment of the week. All right, fellas. Well, that's been an awesome episode. Nice to uh, stop for a moment, think about some of those more serious things like finances and money. It's not something we talk about a lot, obviously, with the pod. Normally, it's just those those shit. Uh, fuck up moments and how we're learning from them but I think it's no different when it comes to finances because we as adults are always learning from our own financial journey and mistakes and, yeah. and successes mm-hmm. so it's no different from 
passing on and sharing a lot of those with the kids as well. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, I figured um, I'd probably plug another couple of podcasts around as well. Um, I think it's it's important to get as much knowledge as you can about money. And I think there's there's podcasts that do it really well and there's podcasts that are a bit more serious. One, uh, two, obviously you have to listen to the Shit Dad podcast first every week on a Wednesday when we release it and then then you can go about your business with other podcasts. But I think a really good one is the Get Rich Slow Club. They've only just started. Um, and I think there's there's a chick from, they're actually from an, uh, Perla, from an investment um a new investing app, which you don't have to sign up for, which is good. You just sort of listen to their, um, a bit like us, they talk about their own experiences, mm-hmm. um, except they're way more educated on money than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that, that's a really good one, the Get Rich Slow Club. Um, there was another one. Oh, obviously, She's on the Money. Um, both female-orientated podcasts, so the, um, all the hosts are females. But as we know, chicks are probably generally better with money. Uh, than the blokes in in my experiences anyway. So we're, we're all nodding here. Yeah, I yep. think um, I think those they they have some really good really good points and some really good views on um, on managing your money, especially with families. So have a listen. That's good. Um, my uh, final moment is just keep your ears and your your eyes out for for the shit DP boys to uh, record our. Ice, ice, baby, but to uh, financial financial <laughs> advice. Coming to Spotify near you. <laughs> <laughs> Three vanilla ices. We will get dressed up and it will be a film clip you'll see on Rage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number one for multiple weeks coming up. <laughs> Are you, Camo? Uh, no, nothing for me. Just uh, stay close to your fans and um, just be there when, they're, uh, when they need you, when they're all up against it with the health issues. Uh, and when you're in the thick of it, uh, don't be afraid to uh, make sure you're still doing your, your hobbies and the things that you love like I am right now. Great advice. Awesome, uh, So, Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for joining uh, us for another busy week in fatherhood. We'll be in your ears again this time next week. Have a good week, everyone. See ya. See you, guys. Bye. Whether you came for some dad advice, a laugh, or some dad hacks, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Please get involved on our socials at ShitDadPod on Instagram and TikTok or ShitDadPodcast on Facebook and, of course, the share line 07 And support the guys who keep us rolling, Black Property Group and Anytime Fitness Griffin. Add value to your house with your dad bod out. And don't forget, whether you're here for your kids daily or not, be present wherever you can because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.